Blog Talk Radio. Network, once again, we're upon you on this lovely Tuesday, February 12, 2019. The Tuesday spot is back once again. It's your boy D Slate, LEO, Miss Sandy, DP. We're all in. The, we're all going to be in the building tonight. It's going to be a great show. Um, it's been a little bit since uh since we gave you guys the Tuesday spot, but we're back. And we got a, some great shows coming up in the coming weeks um, for the Tuesday spot. Next week, we will be interviewing the legendary Miss Dion Warwick. Uh, she's going to be on the show with us next week, so definitely make sure you guys tune in. And then the week after that, uh, we'll be interviewing the legendary Robert Cool Bell, um, leader of the legendary R&B group Cool in the Gang going to be in the building with us too so don't miss it we got some phenomenal shows coming up got some great things going on we'll talk to you guys about that a little later as well as tonight we got a phenomenal show because tonight we're going to be talking with amazing actress Karima Westbrook from the new CW hit TV series All American we're definitely going to be getting in well tonight so definitely don't don't go nowhere don't um don't move that spot. It's, it's, it's going to be going down tonight. And um, we're going to be playing some of your favorite hits. So definitely keep it locked right here on the Tuesday spot. Got my boy Elio in the building. Elio, what's good? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We're back. Full effect, y'all. Um, I'm doing wonderful, man. I'm glad to be back with you guys. And uh, I, I want to see you guys' point of view on a few topics tonight. Um, I think we're going to have a good show. No doubt, no doubt. I agree with you. I think we're going to have a phenomenal show, man. Real People Talking is going to be going down tonight. And for you guys that don't know, Real People Talking, Real People Talking is a fantastic segment that we do right here on the Tuesday spot. Um, it used to be Real Men Talking, but you know when when Miss Sandy joined us, we had to we had to change it to Real People Talking. So you know we won't have our sister left out on, you know, what we're doing and what we're talking about. So it's Real People Talking. Real People Talking is a segment that we have where we discuss um, relationship um, topics, relationship issues. We have listeners who who ask questions, relationship questions, and we try to answer the questions to the best of our ability to, to try to help that individual, um, to help them understand uh, what's going on and what they could possibly possibly be going through and, you know, hopefully try to give them a little help, um, a little closure, um, uh, a little idea of what what, what they can do um, mm-hmm. in contrast to um, into that particular topic. So it's going to be good. It's going to be great. So we got some some really great questions uh, for tonight. So um, definitely keep your ears locked for that. And uh, man, Leo, brother, it's, it's we back, bro. <laughs> we we back in, in full effect. You know what? We haven't even had a show since since the since before the Super Bowl. I, I think it's been that long. I know. We didn't even get a chance to talk you know sports or anything it, like that. You know. Oh uh, man, and you but know, what? you know, we're gonna discuss that a little bit. Uh, the Super Bowl, what went down, and how different it was from previous Super Bowls. Uh, also, we're gonna discuss. Um, uh, well. We I wanna we wanna send the congratulations out uh, to the lovely Miss Cardi B uh, for winning oh, um, a, a a Grammy award. Um, she's the first you know in that particular category to win something like this for females. So um, definitely congratulations to her. That says a whole lot about um, what she's doing and uh, and what mm-hmm. she's doing with music. So. Truly, uh, truly, congratulations to her and and Cardi. I just want to say that now that this has happened, bigger, bigger things are going to be happening for you, as well as more hatred. You thought she was getting hate before. You're going to be getting more hate now. Now oh, that you won yeah. uh, the most prestigious award in music, uh, which is the Grammys. The Grammys is basically the Oscars of music. So, you know, right. for someone right. to win a Grammy. Uh, it's 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 a phenomenal accomplishment. So congratulations to Miss Cardi B. Yeah, we got to definitely get into you know, that topic because um, there's a lot of people that's hating on the situation too, and um, they don't understand, you know, where some people may be coming from and, and then what she's being judged upon. But I, I think it's accurate. I think the the scores are accurate all the way across the board. She deserves that. I agree, bro. And, and like I said, I mean, you, I mean, and you know how it goes down, man. Hate, you know, it's hate. The hate is always gonna be there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's always gonna be there. So, um, hopefully, she can, um, she can endure it, and um, she can move on and continue to create great music. I mean, this should be, you know, a stepping stone for her. You know, so hopefully, she can do that. And you know what? And and even from her first her first single, 
And it's like, could you really top yourself? And then she came with the album. She hit him back to back like Hove did the Black album. She she was she wasn't playing with it. So I mean, I I'm looking forward to seeing what she creates in the future. And that's like the future of hip hop and where it's going. You know, everybody says dead. This is one of the artists that's keeping it going. You know, and, and some of the other, I'm, I'm not discrediting anybody else because there's a lot of some genuine artists coming out these days. It's not just the boom bat now, um, and and the yaya. The, uh, what's, what's, what, what do they call uh, the mumble rap? You know, it's not just that now. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a mixture. Coming yeah, I the think airways. they're transcending it into. Yeah, I think they're transcending it into something different now. Um, yeah, I mean, I, we've talked to. I, I've. I got an. I had an opportunity to talk to, you know, some uh, celebrity hip hop, old school celebrity hip hop artists, and you know, got their thoughts, you know, on on it and what they think about it and and it's a, it's it's quite a few of them that's that's hating on it but it's quite a few of them that's not you know and mm. you know they 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 they've come up with the understanding that music changes and i feel like and i'm not hating on it either um i just i just like what i like you know that doesn't mean i'm i'm hating on uh, any any music, any new music that's out there. If it's good, I'm gonna mm-hmm. like it. But I just like what I like. But you know, the thing about it is, is that you know what, you know what, some of these other the other individuals in music have to understand is that when they first came out as artists, there was people hating on them. Right. You know what I'm saying? There was people hating on their music and hating on rap when it first came out and stuff like that. So they have to look at it in that particular aspect. It took a while. It took a little while for people to accept rap as music and accept it in its art, uh, as its art form. And it's, it, 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 it's been taken to so many different levels. It's been heightened to so many different things. It's been used in so many different facets and outlets as far as uh, film, television, commercials, um, so many different things. So, um, so I I feel like you know when it comes to new music, you know you you just got to give it a chance. Uh, time will tell on how um on how long the the new music and how well it'll last with time. I mean if if it transcends like hip hop did, uh, then fantastic. If it doesn't, then it's back to the drawing board. But you know, I feel like you know, give it give it a chance to see what it's gonna do. Now I can I, say, go ahead, bro. No, I was gonna I was gonna say, can I play devil's advocate right now? Um, I, I oh, know it's some, some some big some big controversy, you know, always between you know the women of hip hop, you know, your your Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Now now you take a Cardi B and you listen to her music and her soundtracks, it kind of sounds timeless almost. Like you could you could see her track being played, you know, a couple of years from now on on the radio, and people still bump into it. Absolutely. I don't know if I see that. I don't know if I feel that with Nicki. Everybody, you know, you know, on a Nicki bandwagon. I would love to hear your point of view, and if you do, you know, please chime in, tune in, and I, I would love to hear your point of view. But I don't see Nicki Minaj's music, even the stuff that she's putting out now, a couple of years from now, and they banging it in a club. I don't know. I, I see Cardi B being a, a one of those classic. Those classic mix that a DJ might spend five, six, seven, even ten years from now, and people will be like, ah, you know what I mean, and get back into the groove. I don't know if, if Nicki putting stuff out like that, uh, and, and that's that's one of the reasons why I feel like Cardi deserves a Grammy. 
for well, sure. Well, the thing about that. it is, she used she she used to when you know when she mm. first when she first became big, she did. Now I don't I don't you know again you know people always change up you know their music and different things that they're they're trying they're always trying new things and trying different things with their music. Um, I, I don't I don't understand um, the disconnect between um, her and Cardi. Um, uh, again, I remember when when the when the females of hip hop, when the ladies of rap, were sharing the spotlight. They had no problem sharing the spotlight. They had no problem supporting mm-hmm. each other, and uh, there was no hate like that. I mean, they had no problem sharing the spotlight like that. So, um, I, I don't really understand why why that can't happen now. But you know, to you know, everybody has a different story. Everybody has um, a different take on what they believe. Um, is going on, you know, with that situation. We don't know uh, the whole truth about, you know, their issues with each other, but it would be nice to see them work together um, to create some really great music. So hopefully hopefully we can see that in the past. But, again, like I said, Cardi B, um, now that you've won the most prestigious award in music, just get ready for the hate because you mm-hmm. thought you were getting mm-hmm. hate before, but you're going to get more hate now. You know, that's just the way it works, um, unfortunately. But um, as long as she stands strong, as long as she stands true to um to her character and to what she believes in, and just keep keep banging keep banging bangers out there and keep putting out great great hits, uh, she shouldn't have no problem. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. don't let the don't let the Grammy um cloud your judgment. Don't don't let it don't let it cloud your thoughts. Don't let it cloud your talent. Uh, just keep putting out hits. Keep keep putting out hits. Definitely. Um, we got our brother, I mean, you, we got our sister, Miss Sandy, in the building. Hello, Miss Sandy. Keep your don't get cussed out on air. I'm going to cuss because I, I promise you, I'm going to cuss you the hell out on this place, okay? You ain't going to cuss me out. You ain't going to you ain't gonna cuss me out. I don't know. You better check my check record. My check. Let me, let me you say your, in regards to your, your, regard, your track record. Your track record looks like are, somebody that's running, running, they was looking good, and they tripped and failed. That's what it looked like. Oh, they, oh. they chipped and fell on some success. God damn it, it just happened. I can't oh. help it. I'm not yeah, you tripped and fell and successfully and scraped your knee. <laughs> don't, don't start with me. Don't start with me. Don't start. Don't, All right, don't you better uh, look here. Don't let me don't let me smack them three cheeks. Them three cheeks you got on your face. Mama said your mama taught you how to bite your tongue and be a listener. Okay. Bite, bite your tongue. Yeah. What, what, what kind of craziness are you talking about? Okay, so listen. Back <laughs> on the Grammy thing, okay? So did you guys hear Drake acceptance speech when he received his Grammy? And they cut his mic off. I don't know if they cut his mic off because they didn't like what he was saying, or they cut his mic off because his his thank you or his whatever acknowledgement was going too long. You, you're on a time crunch. So who knows? But mm-hmm, sure. in that brief, in that brief, um, thank you speech he was giving. He basically said to everyone, if you get the opportunity to speak your truth on this platform, as we call music and art and rap, um, you got people that coming out here, to, they work everyday jobs, and they coming out to see you. They're standing in the rain to, to meet you. They're trying, to, they're spending their hard-earned, you know, dollars to come to your concert. If you never win one of these awards, just know you're still winning because there are people out here that relate to your music. They, they, they connect with your music. It's not about the award. It's about 
connecting to the people out here. And if you're doing that and you're being who you are and doing that, you're winning. Whether you, you know, receive a Grammy or not, you got to understand that when you're out here and people are connecting to you and want to see you and buying your albums, streaming your albums, downloading your albums or a song or two or whatever, you're connecting to people and that's the overall goal. So don't lose sight on that. He was saying that. So even if you did not, for all the artists, you don't win a Grammy, as long as you connect to us, that should be your motivation. Not the fucking Grammys. But that's what I'm saying. Oh, well, thank you, Sandy. That's for that's for all the people that didn't win Grammys. Sandy wanted to, to give you guys a little <laughs> message for those that didn't win. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for that, Sandy. We appreciate that. No problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. We're gonna talk no a little problem. bit more about that again. You know, the Tuesday spot is back too. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. We never got an opportunity to talk. To talk about R. Kelly as well. We're gonna talk about that oh. as well. Um, uh, it's so some things popping. Just, just understand, it's, it's it's going down on the Tuesday spot tonight. We got the amazing Miss Karima Westbrook gonna be joining us in a little bit. So we got a lot going on for the Tuesday spot tonight. So make sure you guys don't go nowhere. Uh, we're gonna play a couple of hits for you guys. And when we come back, hopefully we'll be talking with the fantastic Mrs. Karima Westbrook right here on the Tuesday spot of the Hour Radio Network. Let's go. Yeah. I put my feelings on safety So I don't go shooting where you be Cause you take the bullet trying to save me Then I'm left to deal with making you bleed And that's a whole lot of like we be running them out and never make it. That's just too bitter for words, don't wanna taste it. That's just too bitter for words, don't wanna face it. But I think that I'm done tripping, I'm trip tripping, I'm been tripping. That's how I control this feeling. You keep tripping, you keep on getting it. Ooh, oh. Maybe it's your love, it's too good to be true. Baby boy, your love got me tripping on you. You know your love is big enough. Big enough, 
You can f*** with me if you wanted to These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes Hit the store, I can get them both, I don't wanna choose And I'm quick, cut a n*** off, so don't get comfortable Look, I don't dance now, I make money move Say I don't gotta dance, I make money move If I see you now, see, that means I don't with you. I'm a boss to a worker, so I make bloody moves. Now she say she gon' do what a who? Let's find out and see. Cardi B, you know where I'm at, you know where I be. You in the club, just to party. I'm there, I get paid a fee. I be in and out them bent so much, I know they tired of me. Honestly, don't give a f about who in front of me. Drug to mixtapes in six months, we're breaking as hard as me. I don't bother with these don't let these bother me They see pictures, they say ghosts I'm who they tryna be Look, I might just turn in some babe I might just chill with your boo I might just spill on your babe My feel like a lake He wanna sue with his face I'm like, okay, okay. I let him get what he want He buy me East of Laron And the new wave When it go back to horse I got the trunk in the front I'm the hottest in the street No, you probably heard of me Got a bag and fix my teeth Hope you know it ain't cheap and I pay my mama bills, I ain't got no time to chill Think these be mad at me, they baby father wanna build They love you can f*** with me if you wanted to These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes Hit the store, I can get them both, I don't wanna choose And I'm quick, cut a n*** off so don't get comfortable Look, I don't dance now, I make money move I don't gotta dance, I make money move If I see you now on street, that means I don't f*** with you I'm a boss to a worker, so I make bloody moves If you a foofy, you get popped You a goofy, you a op Don't you come around my way You can't hang around my block And I just check my account Turns out I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich I put my hand above my hip I bet you dipsy, dipsy, dip. I say, I get the money and go This is high like a soul My glitter is gold So that little bitch say her role I just a rope and no rolls I just came up with no rave I need to fill up the tank No, I need to fill up the safe I need to let all these know they none of them to save I go to dinner and steak Only the real can relate I used to live in the peace Now it's a crib with a gay Molly got charms, the life off the place Hard to let these know Just in case these forgot I just wanna check the mail Another check on all DL Radio Network, the Tuesday spot. It's your boy D Slate, LAO Miss Sandy DP. We're in the building tonight playing your hits. That was our shout out to the lovely Miss Cardi B for winning the most prestigious award in music, a Grammy. Congratulations to her. That was Cardi B with Bodak Yellow. Before that was LMA with Trip right here on the Tuesday spot. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to introduce our lovely guest for tonight. 
She stars in the upcoming indie film, Bolden, telling the mythical account of the cornet king of New Orleans, Buddy Bolden. She recently starred opposite of Matt Damon, Julianne Moore, in the George Clooney-directed feature, Suburbicon. She also starred in the, in her breakthrough performance in a Paramount's box office hit, Save the Last Dance. She also starred in Badass, opposite Mario Van Peebles, American Violet, opposite Alfre Woodard, the Rum Diary opposite Johnny Depp. She's been she's been in some amazing films and some amazing TV shows. Right now, she stars in the CW's hit TV series All American. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm D Hour Radio Network welcome to the talented and lovely Miss Karima Westbrook. Thank you, thank you for having me. Uh, I just want to clarify something. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you very much. Well, you're very welcome. I want to thank you. I do want to clarify a couple of things because because people always say that like she starred in this and she starred in that, and to me that always reads like she was the lead in this film. Save the Last Dance (laughs) was my first film. And I had, like, one line in the movie, and I got my SAG card. That's how I was able to get into union. So I just want to clarify that, you know. Ain't nothing wrong um, with that, though. But, look, you, 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 that was your big break. That was your opportunity. So, look, I mean, it was, it was a chance for you to, to, to be where you are today. So I, I look at it as, as you starting. You know, I know, I know you might have had one line. I mean, but, you know, it was a great opportunity. Yes, absolutely. You know, Thank you. Thank you. That I was your that. green light. You green light. You own it. Exactly. Well, well, Karima, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Um, I know that um, you're starring right now in um, CW's new hit, uh, All American, uh, another Greg Berlanti hit, and um, it's a phenomenal show. You st- you star opposite Tay Diggs. Um, tell us about the show and tell us how how um, how you came to be a part of that. Well, I became a part of this show. I auditioned for it last year during pilot season. And that's a time in the industry where new shows are casting um, for the roles in their, in their shows. So I auditioned for it and I got cast in the the show. I was very happy about it because this is my first series regular role on, on a series. I've been in LA for like 18 years and so I hung in there, and so it finally happened. But All-American, I'm so proud to be a part of this show. Um, when I first read it, I absolutely loved the writing. I knew that it had a strong message, and it was going to have a lot to say and to feed people. I always look at media material as being food um, to the what? viewers, and so I was very excited about the project. But it's about um, it, it's inspired by um, ex-pro football players, Spencer Paysinger, and it's an account of his life, of him living in South Central L.A. and then being recruited to play at Beverly Hills High, and we follow him along in his journey as he tries to navigate both of those worlds, um, Beverly Hills and Crenshaw, Mm. basically holding on to Crenshaw, but still trying to find his way in Beverly Hills. And what's so nice Absolutely. about the series is that we really see, we have this misconception about South Central, and we have these misconceptions about Beverly Hills. But through these characters, we see that we're more like 
then we are different. And we're exposed to different storylines through his friends that he meets there and through his family and through Tay Diggs' family as well. So it's a great show. It's a teen drama. It's so much more than football. I know a lot of people thought it would be strictly about football, but it's it's a really it's heartfelt a lot more show. Than that. Yeah, it's a lot more than that. And um, I'm really loving the positive feedback that we're getting on it. People are really relating to it um, because it's very real and it's very grounded. The actors are great. The writing is fantastic. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm glad you, you've had a chance to be able to see it. Um, oh, definitely. I think like it's a it great well. show. I, I, oh, definitely. It's, I think it's a great show. Um, uh, I think you play a, a, a phenomenal role in the show. And I know you, um, in, in the series, you, um, you play uh, Grace, jo- Grace James, uh, the mother of Spencer James, who's the, uh, who's the football yes. prodigy in the film, and mm-hmm. the fact that what I like what I like about what you what you what you recently just said is that there are there are misconceptions that people have of of um, South Central and, and and even Compton and different areas like that and misconceptions mm-hmm. about Beverly Hills. So the fact that you guys can can bring that to light and show people that it's really not a big difference. Um, uh, we're really similar in, in so many different ways. Uh, it, it gives people a better understanding about um, life, people's lifestyles and how they're living, and so people aren't judging people off stereotypes. Absolutely, because I think the show really gets down to the heart of man, you know, and you really kind of see that we all have the same needs and desires in life, no matter your race, your class, where you live. And so it's really refreshing because these are young people, you know, these are teens. And so I really, really love the show. I really love the voice and what it has to say. We deal with a lot of different issues with identity, sexuality, um, substance abuse. So there's a lot for everyone. I think you can watch the show and you can relate to at least one of the characters. My character, Grace James, I'm a single mom. I have two kids, and, you know, that is a reality for a lot of people. And um, so it's, 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 it's very – it's a refreshing show. I, I definitely enjoy it, and I'm happy that I'm people are, enjoy, are enjoying it as well. Definitely. Miss Sandy? Quick, quick question for this. No, this is yeah, Elio. How you doing, well, how you gonna say Miss Sandy? You gonna cut me off? Your name is Sandy. Oh no, I, 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 I heard a gap, so <laughs> I thought it was my get opportunity to go. Get your life. Sorry, Miss Sandy. Go ahead. Get your life. We thought she was up hunting for a minute, Miss Sandy. I know. No, like. I'm gonna need you to get your life. Don't worry about it. You don't know, no, but you you play a single mother of two kids. I'm a single mother of two kids, and um, it's really rare that I connect with any you know sitcoms and TV shows nowadays. Um, but this is a show that I. At first, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I, I find myself drawn to it because um, mm-hmm. it connects. Um, so, I, you know, that's, that's, that's good. And then I'm going to question myself because usually I want to sit down and I want to, um, what do you say? I want to get away from my reality. But mm-hmm. as much as we want to get away with the, with our reality, but that's what draws us to social media and everything like that to see that people get our story. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I made reference earlier and you you were saying that um 
you know, when D. Slade was announcing you in the beginning and saying, you know, you started and started, and you made it, and you're so respectful about it. Like, I wasn't a star, you know, roles in these movies or shows that he mentioned. You know, and I say, like, you know, the directors didn't know any better. But, you know, you get <laughs> directors and you get, you know, writers. Sometimes you don't see being connected with what we're going through out here in real world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. this show, the directors seem to be, they get it. You know? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and so that is, you know, that's nice to see. Because sometimes these shows, I'm like, what the, what the hell is this? Who does what? It's not like that. And I connect, disconnect when you watch something stupid. So, you know, you don't get it. So, um, yeah. Well, we have a um, we have a diverse writers room for the show, um, which really really helps because it's not just a, a biased point of view as far as what one culture lives like or uh, how they will behave. You know, it's really well rounded and balanced um, in the writers room, so that really helps to give a broad um, perspective on different realities that people actually do face. And so, um, yeah, I love our writers. I think that they're fantastic. And um, the actors, you know, they bring the heat, you know, every every week. So mm-hmm. um, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So this is Elio. How you doing, by the way? Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, now. Good. Now I I heard you mention a couple of things about you know when you dive into your in, into your roles, um, these roles can sort of change people's perspective. Now you being an actor actress mm-hmm. and you're going into all of these different roles and you're bodying and bodying in so many different characters. Does it change your life perspective at all? Like um, I know you come in with your own morale, but does it ever change your life perspective in in its entirety? It does. It does. Depending on, you know, what's written in the circumstances, it just makes me more, have more empathy for different lifestyles, you know, Mm -hmm. because sometimes if I've never lived it or experienced it, I still, within my work, I have to create a reality for me or a backstory or a bio to help me understand how I got to this place, you know, within the story that's written. And so with that, that brings upon, for me, empathy a lot of times and just understanding of just different realities. So it, it does change things for me. You know, uh, I'm not quick to to judge um, anyone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just based off of my understanding with the work that I do, understanding that everyone has gone through something to get them to right. that place of where they're at today. How do you rather. turn it they're, off? How do you mm-hmm. like, turn you know, go like ahead, uh, Michael B. Jordan, he was saying that when he did Killmonger, he needed a mm-hmm. therapist to get out of that character. You know, you got other artists that they take on roles or songs. Um, Shaka Khan, when she sung I Am Every Woman, she said, I was young. I didn't really relate to the words. I'm like, I'm young. I didn't, I've never been through, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that song represented at that time. I sung the words. She said, I just now, you know, going through your life events, romantic, whatever life, you get it now, but how do you, you know, take on something, A, being a single mother, kids, you know, and you're not, but take on roles and get into it, but 
turn it off so you can still be you in your real life. I think that a part of it will always live with you. Um, I've heard of stories of people getting stuck in roles, and I've never had that, or at least I'm not aware. If I was stuck, no one said, girl, what's wrong with you? I've never um, (laughs) had anyone point point it out, so I don't know. But I think that a part of it always lives with you, you know, but um, it's just a level of consciousness for me is like, okay, I know that I just switch my focus. Like, okay, I know that I'm no longer living in the circumstances of whatever was written and I'm at home, you know, but still Mm -hmm. I may have feelings about whatever the situation is that was written, but just being aware of, you know, the reality that I'm actually in, that kind of helps me, um, that that helps me um, realize that, um, it's not real, you know. I'm not in that same place, so I'm. I don't. I don't. Not that I know of. I don't feel like I've ever been um, stuck in a role, but I definitely feel like you carry some of whatever the character was with you um, forever. It, you know, it changes you in some capacity. Maybe not so much where you're a completely different person. I mean, not for me. I can't speak definitely. for other actors, but it that, just depends. Ever- Everybody. Everybody's approach to the work is completely different too. So, right. um, okay. It just depends on how deep people go, you know. Well, maintain your ever... sanity. I want you to please maintain your sanity. Separate yourself from the character because so so many of our artists they lose themselves. You know, um, Tupac. You know, they said that he became bishop in real life a lot of times, mm-hmm. and you know, and we lose you know our sense of ourselves and. They always say this Illuminati's out there and people are getting their soul. I don't know what that is. I don't believe in that, but <laughs> just whatever that world is in that Hollywood lifestyle, I just please pray that your family, your friends ground you into that. Love who you are and just continue to be you and you 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 separate. Well, here's the, so you know. this is this is the science though behind it though. What happens is that um, even in your your life in general. So say you are an actor. When you believe in something so wholeheartedly, it becomes a reality to you. For um, it becomes a reality to you. Becomes becomes your reality. It's something that you believe in. So I think a lot of times with actors in the work where they're working at a level to really believe the circumstances, to really believe something happened to them, to really believe that it's real, you know, it's the same thing as if in your life, if you feel like somebody's, let's say if you felt like somebody was stalking you, right? It's not really Mm -hmm. true, but for some reason, maybe you watched a a movie and now you, you know, you just nervous, you know, and you feeling like, but you have no proof that no one is stalking you, but you, this is something that you've taken on as your belief. Like I know somebody, or I know my neighbor is this. I know my, you have no proof, but you believe it so much. Now it's become real. It's become true for you. And it's the same thing with the work as actors. It depends on how they approach their work. If you believe in something so, um, so much or so hard, you really create work to create or that make that a reality for yourself. You can walk away from the work still believing and acting and behaving in that way. So it just depends, mm-hmm. like I said, on how deep people go because some people 
um, like to go that deep so it can be authentic and they can just be, you know. Um, but it just, it just, it just like again, it just depends on the actor and their and their approach. But I look at it and say it's sim- very similar to that, where what you believe in your personal life that becomes your reality or your, you know, it, it affects how you operate. And it's the same for an actor where they have to um, do the work to believe the reality, the what is written on the page for them, mm-hmm. in, or, in order for it to be real and true, you know. So what what would be yeah. next for you as an actress? Well, um, we just finished filming season one of uh, All American, so um, back out auditioning now. And I write as well, so I'm getting back to my writing a little bit too. Uh, Bold. Oh, okay. What do you write? Film. What do you write? What do you hmm? write? What like? What's your? What's your? What do you write? Comedy, drama. What are you? What is your? A uh, drama. Mm-hmm. Drama. Yeah. So I had started some projects last year before I got cast on the show, and so now I'm just going back to those things in hopes of completing them before we uh, start back. Season two, oh, fingers crossed. Season we're two. Are we gonna see a movie? Are we gonna see a sitcom where you are the the writer and the director, and you are behind the scenes, and this is your your baby? Are we gonna see that in, in in the future? Absolutely, absolutely. I love producing. I've produced a bunch of short films in the past, and it's something that I do have a passion for. I just I haven't produced anything on a bigger scale, but it's something that uh, I definitely know I want to do in the future. That okay. in writing. When you start that, and I love what um, you know, what is the the, the writer from um, the Us movie coming out, and you know, um, Get Out. Jordan Peele. I, yeah, yeah. I love he had unknown faces. Like mm-hmm. I hate when I see, especially when I see movies and they have black people. They have the, they recycle the same black actors. There's mm-hmm. so much new talent out here, and so mm-hmm. many new faces are unknown that get. To get them in your your film or your yes. pilot, get them because that you know everybody needs a break. I'm I'm so and I respect the old artists, you know, mm-hmm. Kay Diggs and everybody. I I respect them, but I'm so mm-hmm. sick of seeing them. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many other out here artists, and don't have them look all pretty. You don't have to look all pretty, you know, because um, we're not pretty. All we're not all pretty, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We're humans. Mm-hmm. We want to see things that we relate to. You know what I'm saying? So when you Absolutely. do that, you want to go cast, you know, for, you know, your um, characters in your pilot or your movie, whatever, please mm-hmm. get people, you know, get these unused, well, you know, these people that, I love that. Get get them. I respect that. Well, Karima, I, I definitely hear you. Well, Karima. Well, Kareem, I don't know about Sandy, but I want to see some pretty people in your film. So I don't know what she's talking about, but <laughs> I like to see pretty people. In your you know what? Every, but every, every, everyone's beautiful. You know what I mean? We all look different, but everyone's <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, but you know but what, Kareem? No, I, 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 I hear you on that, Sandy, as far as hiring But you know what? This is what I want to know. You know, you... You, you're doing a lot of things, and, and, and you're getting ready to work on some of your own projects, some of your own babies. But l- let me ask you, you know, being in, 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 um, in the business for a while and being a part of um, different films and different TV shows, um, 
when when do you think you'll have your your ah moment? Your okay, I'm I'm going to relax now moment. You know, when 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 do you think that'll come for you? Uh, what would you have to achieve for you to get to that point? I don't think I'll ever get to that point because I, I, I love what I do. So I think I'll always be creating. I don't I I don't That's feel cool. like a part of my goal is to have a place where I'm like I'm good, I can stop because I just enjoy the process of, you know, That's creating. Good. Yeah, so I don't I don't think I have a when I get that Oscar, you know, I don't <laughs> I don't feel like, I feel like <laughs> right. you know, I I right. yeah, I enjoy I really enjoy what I do, so I feel like it's going to be an ongoing, you know, ongoing process, an ongoing thing. It's it's a lifestyle. It's, it's well, what I do, you know. Well, you you've been a part of some great things. I mean, for instance, I mean, you were you were starring, you know, opposite of Matt Damon as Julianne Moore and George Clooney, uh, directed the film uh, Suburbicon. What what was that like? What was that experience like? It was great. It was really really great. I think George Clooney is an um, awesome director. He's such a nice person. It was a great set, you know. And with the, the, that caliber of actors, they were so nice. I mean, not that I expected anything else, but it's always nice to meet actors at that level and they're completely genuine and um, just make you feel right. welcome and you know, so it was it was a great experience. That's All good. I can say I'm gonna put my plug in. This is my selfish this is my selfish moments right quick. Like a part of me outside of being my single mother and you know, my son's graduated from college uh in May. However Congratulations. Um, Thank you very much. I am, I feel myself as an actor mm-hmm. in some kind of life form. Don't you say nothing, these ladies. I'm letting you have my shine right now. So when you <laughs> want to go together, your um, debut of your pilot or your show, I need you to look up Cassandra Sanders, Miss Sandy. I'm somebody. Get your life. I am. You may not know me right now, but I am. Yes, ma'am, you are. <laughs> Yes, you are. Well, we'll 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 debate that whether or not you're somebody. We'll we'll debate that a little you, later. But, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead that lead that to the, 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 the fellas <laughs> at the day hour show. Debate <laughs> that later. We'll talk to you about Leo, that. Leo, go ahead, bro. Because <laughs> I've been trying to get my question out for the longest. Go ahead, um, bro. <laughs> no, because what I was trying to, to to piggyback off of, you know how your 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 mindset changes and your morale changes on life. I was just wondering if that ever affected your own personal relationship, like with a partner, like being being a character somewhere in a film and you grabbing the energy there and you're there all day long and you come home to your spouse or whomever. Has mm-hmm. that ever affected your relationship? Oh, no. please answer this because you know they're so weak nowadays. Lord Jesus! <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh my goodness! I've never wow. Man, children no, out here! Oh my gosh! No, I've I've never had that 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 issue. Fortunately, okay, yeah. I've, I've never I've never had a problem in that area. Okay, okay, yeah, that was that was that was my only question, Sandy. Great you answer. Get, you can that see was here, Jane. Beautiful answer. Beautiful answer. Beautiful answer. <laughs> her PR is awesome. Her PR is whoever now, her PR is. You are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, Karima, let me ask you. You know, that's uh, right now. Um, mm-hmm. Superhero TV, superhero films are huge right now. Um, is that mm-hmm. something that you would love to be a part of? Oh my God, yeah, 
I definitely want to go to is there, any, is there anything in particular that you're kind of eyeballing that you would like to be a part of? Oh, gosh. I would love to be a part of uh, – I would love to be a part of Black Panther, um, yes. that storyline. <laughs> I mean, that's the only one I could really kind of think of because that's the only one I've really kind of seen um, outside from – You really go younger, insane and like do that super, one, you know, super, you really Superman to, and you like – You have to see your insanities. To, to rock with that. Hmm. You ready? You have to probably tap into your insanity to, to rock with that. If you, oh, if you, I want you to get a really, like a real, like maybe a mean character. Yeah. What's yeah. I, I played mean, I played really mean characters before in the past. Um, I did a movie called American Violet uh, years ago yes. with Nicole Bahari and yes. Exhibit. Um, and that, yes. as I'm talking about, I'm like, she was mean, but again, it goes back and that was based off of a real person, but I had to look at her history and what got her to that place. But people did not like that character. I had people take it too well, seriously when I, they saw me on the street. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> it was just a movie. It was just a movie. Right. Well, yeah. I think I think Miss Sandy just wanted you to do something like that because she just wanted a character she could relate to. That's all it was. Um, you know, they you see the you see these low key. They, they, what they, my son calls it. My youngest son is seventeen. He calls it um, sneak dissing. You want a sneak diss? Do you, did you, have you heard all the sneak disses in here? Yeah, she did. I think I did. Yeah. I think I did hear yeah, you a little did. sneak diss right there. Yeah, yeah, you sneak diss. What you do? <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know oh. what? I, I agree, um, Kareem. I, I I agree. I think you would be great. Uh, in um, Black Panther. Also, there's a, tel- there's, a, there's a television show on the CW called Black Lightning. I think Black you would Lightning. be fantastic in that as well. Mm-hmm. I think you would be fantastic in that as well. I love Black Lightning. I wasn't. I I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah, I love Black Lightning too. That's that's a great show. Wow. So yeah, the, I I agree. I think I think there's a lot of different things um, that that you can that you can um, you can put your your mark on, um, and I think that it would help make that film or that television show better because, again, I think you are a fantastic actress. Um, I've seen some of the films and the television shows that you've been a part of, and I think you do a phenomenal job. Um, now, other than... Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Other than um, Bolden, is there anything, any other new projects that you got coming out or that you're working on? That's it right now that's coming out. Um that's it that's coming out is is Bolden on, on May 3rd. And then, um, as I said, I'm auditioning now. And with filming the show, I was kind of tied up. I couldn't really do anything else, you know, just because of my schedule. So, uh, yeah, outside of Bolden, like I said, I'm writing and I'm auditioning. So more stuff will be coming down the line soon. Absolutely. Now, do you do are you do you strive to be now? If let me ask you, if if you weren't doing acting, uh, what would you be doing if you weren't doing acting? Good question. Like, have you ever been, have you ever have you ever have you ever had a had um an idea to want to be a part of something else like music or anything like that or modeling or anything in the, in 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 some other particular um genre. Of entertainment no. or art? Uh, no, outside of like, um, but it's synergy for me with the writing and producing, but nothing where I was like, oh, I'll step away 
from um, acting to to do this instead. I look at the uh, writing and producing as something that, as an actor, not only that I must do, but, you know, it's totally possible to write and create something and produce it without having to spend a million dollars these days. So it's, it's more doable Absolutely. now than it was before. Uh, but, no, I can't really think of anything else that uh, I would try to take on professionally as far as stepping away from, from acting. But there are some things that I do just enjoy doing, but um, nothing where I'm like, oh, this is my next career, you know. Absolutely. Well, I, I agree with you when it comes to writing. Um, I'm a writer myself, so uh, there is a there is a synergy when it comes to writing. Um, it kind of takes you um, uh, to a different plane um, of, of mentality when you're when you're when you're creating things. Um, so I do, I definitely do agree with that. And I also agree with, I think that when actors do writing and they and they become producers and directors, I think it helps take their craft to another level. So I, I always encourage so. I that so if they get an opportunity to do it, to do that. I think so too. I think it takes their careers to another level too, because now you're not just waiting for someone to hire you. You're actually creating your own opportunities. And now we see more and more examples of that uh, being done with like Issa Rae. I mean, Tyler Perry. There's, I mean, there's so many people who are writing and producing their own content and it's getting mass distribution, you know? So it's, it's the biggest calling card you can create for yourself. And it's also a great way to create for yourself. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Just to, just to see the um, to see the craft from all different perspectives is, is is definitely the case. I know that they forced us to do that when I was a theater major at Temple, like to do all forms of the theater, on stage, behind stage, directing. They they forced us to to go into different fields just to see where we fit in, and just to see mm-hmm. how everything works, how how you're being looked at, and you know what I mean, who you are as the actor. Yeah. Yeah, and all that stuff is helpful to know, too, because if you ever produce a show, you'll know exactly what components you need. You know, you don't, you're you not completely dependent on someone else to figure it out for you. You can show up and say, uh, I know I know, I need this, 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 and this is how this should go. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, Karima, for, for up-and-coming actresses, you know, someone who – who wants to get to the area that you're in right now and who wants to who wants their face and their talent um to be expressed in film and television and want to get their big break and their opportunity um what advice would you give them I would say go for it you know for sure and that all things are possible if you believe in your heart that you're able to do it you will definitely do it it may not happen as soon as you would like it to, but I'm a believer, you know, and that it will happen. Here I am 18 years later, finally booking my first series regular role. When I first moved to L.A., I was like, oh, I'm booking a series this year, you know, and but you got to <laughs> yeah. hold on to your dream, you know. You got to hold on and believe in your heart that it's possible, but not even just Believing isn't enough. You have to really be in action. You know, you got to be putting in the work, um, creating a plan. I've always been very goal-oriented. And like I said, even if I write out all my goals and I write out steps to achieve those goals, it still may happen in a completely different way 
but I feel like just the just you taking those actions to write it down and to move in the direction the best way you know how I feel like that's your that's a part of you saying yes I do want this and you know things will start falling um things will start coming together that's how it was with me it was just like you know, people started showing up and was helping me complete strangers, you know, things started to fall into place. And it seems like a coincidence, but, you know, I believe in God and I feel like we're all vessels and I feel like your prayers are answered through people. So I feel like if you stay in prayer, you write out your goals, you move towards the best way you know possible, the best way you can, that people will begin to show up to help you receive guidance um, ask questions, read as much as you can about it, reach out to people, and follow your instincts because I, I'm a believer that your instincts is like your guide. You know, you'll hear a lot of do's and don'ts. You shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Well, I feel like you should do whatever comes to your mind that you should do, even if it sounds crazy, because everyone's path is different, and that could be the nudge of you go this way, this is what you should do, and you never know how things Absolutely. will unfold. I agree. But the biggest thing is that I can say is that it's possible. It's totally possible. I moved to LA. I didn't know anybody out here. You know, um, my family is back in Chicago and um, I did it. I did it and I'm still here. I didn't give up even when things are hard. And another thing I do want to share with my fellow um, actors and artists out there too is that you know, the hard times or what times it feel like it's hard or it's challenging. All Those times are relative. So a lot of times we're asking for things and we want all these big things and truly we're not ready to receive it. But I feel like life experiences, those hardships, those moments of growth, those things, it's preparing you for that next level. So even if you feel like things are slow, if it's teaching you patience, if it's teaching you understanding, I feel like it's all relative to what you're asking. It's preparing you to receive this thing that you said you wanted. Now, hindsight, if I look I back, 18 years ago, I, I I wasn't ready for no series regular. I probably would have blew all my money. You know, as soon as I, every check I got would have, been, would have been gone like that same week, you know, just <laughs> irresponsible in that way. So it's a lot of things that you have to learn we forget as artists, you still are growing as a person in a process. And that's important because that's going to, that's going to help you in your craft. So it's all relative. So don't give up when things seem like this is hard or if it's slow, because those times it's all a part of the process. And, it, and it's during those times it's developed and developing you to receive this thing that you say that you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Um, I think that's great advice. And I think that um, everything that you're saying is so wholeheartedly true. Um, I, I believe in everything that, that, that you were talking about. Um, I think that uh, God prepares us in so many different ways to do the things that we want to do because, like you said, we might not be ready for it just yet. So he's preparing us to be ready for it. So I, I totally agree um, that uh, everything happens for a reason. Um, in, in a particular time set, so um, don't give up. You know, um, be be um, be per- persistent, and um, you know, just um, you know, keep fearless. trying to live the dream. Oh, definitely, definitely, be real fearless. 
Um, um, you know, Miss Sandy, you guys got any uh, closing comments? Yeah, for I, you know, I got something to say. You know, you are living uh, an ultimate dream. Not many people uh, are in the position to live out their passion and their dream because, you know, life circumstances, life happens, and whether kids, whether money, or whatever, it's, they cannot follow their dream because they have to. They have other responsibilities. And that they feel like I have, they have to connect to. And uh, there's so many talented people out here. There's so many people, they're not living their dream. And um, we're talking that before we started talking to you, like what Drake was saying when he, you know, got his Grammy. There's so many people that did not get this award just because you're out there and you're not recognized by these elite type people, but people that you well, people see you and they connect with you and they follow you and they, they're going out this, you know, in your case, you know, you know, go on and the TV and look at your, your show and follow you. They're spending their hard-earned money, however they make it, whether it's retail, blue-collar, whatever, to support you, to come see you. You're still winning. So don't ever lose sight of that because you're having that opportunity that many of these people that they're very talented, very smart, but they don't have that platform to shine, to show Right. <clears throat> right. Well, mm-hmm. th- this is what I'll, <clears throat> I'll say to that. I always look at <clears> – I <throat> always – I'm sorry. I guess all in the phone. I'm, I'm going to have no, a cold. But I always say, because I, I hear that and I, and I understand that, um, but there's always an example out there of someone who did it. It's kind of like – Someone can say, well, I have kids, I have this, I have that. And I can say, well, look, this person has kids and this and that, and they still did it. So everyone's path is different. It might not happen as fast, but I still do believe that it's possible. I just feel like the process may be different. And Mm -hmm. definitely what Drake was saying as far as an award or a show uh, it, it doesn't ultimately mean success or you made it. I think that success is, means something different for everyone. And that, I think that's important, too, for people to define what success is mm. for them. Because for one person, it could be I did a show in my hometown and everybody came out and that was a success. But you have to define what that is, and it can't be based off of what the next person deems success is. Like really look within yourself and say, what? so when will I feel like I'm successful Will me just mm-hmm. making an album? Will I feel like I'm successful? And that and that could be it for you. It doesn't. It it, it might not be. I have, I'm touring international and I'm doing all this and that. So I think the biggest thing is to for each individual to define what is success for them, and then understand that everyone's path is different. But then also look for inspiration of people who have done it who are in similar circumstances. You know, because a lot of people have come from, like I said, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of money. My family doesn't have a lot of money. I came from a single family home, but I, I really worked hard and it, it's taken me 18 years. I know people who came straight out of college and was like on series. So everybody's um, story and journey will be different, but I still would like to encourage people to still go for it. And then if you're feeling down, if you're feeling low or you're feeling like it's not possible, Start Googling, researching people who <clears throat> who were top models and have kids or whatever it is that you're pursuing. Look for other sources of inspiration because I feel like if God did it through them, God can do it through you too. You can be a vessel 
of the same. So just understanding that everyone's path is different, but I'm, I still believe that it's possible. So, um, yeah, you know, um, yeah, that, that, those are my, my thoughts on that. Because I do know that people have different circumstances. and um, But at the same time, I do know that it's somebody who may have the exact same circumstances, but they still did it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if there's, this is Elio. So if there's anything I can say to you is just remain humble. I don't know if it's the cold or, you know, you're a little bit congested, but you, you just seem very, very humble and it's beautiful. Uh, just remain that way and, and I'm going to continue to follow you. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Definitely. Thank you guys now, again Karina, for having me on if, the show. Oh, absolutely. If if anybody want to, any, any of the listeners want to catch up with you on social media, where can they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, Facebook is just Karima Westbrook. You can just uh, do, I think no, it's, it is, uh, Facebook, Karima Westbrook. And then on Twitter and Facebook, it's, uh, I mean, not Facebook, Instagram, it's only the number one and then Karima, K-A-R-I-M-A-H. So it's only one Karima on both of those. <clears throat> Absolutely. And then you, said you guys cold, can definitely my cold, my cold, You said my cold make me sound humble. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was. You said, I don't I know if it's cold. I was wondering if you want to catch that. I was wondering if you want to catch that. I was wondering if you want to catch that. I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to shut up and see what she says. Hey, That's funny that you caught that, though, because I like that. That is That is funny. Keep cold always. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, well, everybody, well, everybody, if you guys want to, you guys can, you guys can catch Karina um, in May for in the new film Bolden. Uh, it's going to be um, a, a huge indie film, so definitely make sure you guys keep your eyes out for that. And you can catch her now on the CW's new hit All American. Check your local listings. Um, Karima, I want to thank you. So much for joining us. We had a phenomenal time talking with you. And like we always tell our guests, you come on as a guest and you leave as a family member. Uh, so, you know, you're definitely a uh, family to us now. And we're going to uh, support you accordingly uh, to that. And, um, and and definitely tell everybody about you and tell everybody to continue to support you. Thank you. Can I say one more thing before I go? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Have no yeah. time. Okay. So All American comes on <laughs> Wednesday nights, 9, 8 Century on the CW. We're going to hit Netflix on March 31st. So um, we is. still have about four more episodes on Wednesday nights, and then we're going to go to um, Netflix March 31st. So if you like this show, if you watch the show, tell your friends about mm-hmm. it. And then also, um, we would love for you guys to watch it when it gets to Netflix as well. Look at your PR. Well, working. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, he, I'm they working. They working, girl. That's good. <laughs> I want, I more well, I, you know what? I'm, I'm proud of Netflix show. because, well, you know, I'm proud of Netflix because they used to take a really long time before they would post new new television series. And if it's coming out that soon, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never very excited about that. Yeah, Netflix is popping. Sling is popping. Um, 
uh, Amazon Prime. That's you know, get on that too. Tell your PR papers if you start getting your um, get your your movie stuff together. Get that and pitch it to all those places. To Amazon Prime too, it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Well, Karina, thank you so much again for joining us. Your family with us now, and it's like I said, we're going to keep supporting you and telling everybody to check you out and check out your, your, your uh, All-American as well as Bolden, which comes out May 3rd, right, May 3rd? Yes, May 3rd, hmm Which comes out May 3rd, so we're definitely going to let everybody know to, to keep their eyes and ears out for that. But And, and again, thank you. Um, I, I think that you're phenomenal on All-American and continued success. I hope they uh, – I hope it's uh it's renewed for a season two. I would I would love to see continue um continue yeah, series too. uh with that that show because it's great. Thank and you I so much. I appreciate that. And I hope it's like in, in season two because I'm predicting that in season three that you they bring you in as a creative you know writer. They did that with their friends. They they allowed that whole friends to come in and put their own you know say you're not just playing a character. You put your two cents in too. So I, I, okay. I, you know, girl, get your life. Let me tell you something. You gonna be. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. We well, Karima, put thank you for joining us again. You um continue success and you have a blessed night and we'll 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 stay in touch with you definitely. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys have a great night as well. You oh, too. You thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Oh, she cool. Yeah. The Radio Network. That was the amazing Miss Karima Westbrook. You can catch her Wednesday nights on the CW's new hit All American. You can catch her on May third with a new indie film Bolden um, out in theaters near you. Uh, right now, we're going to take a music break. When we come back, it's time for real people talking. Oh yeah, it's going down. It's it's your boy yeah. Dsay Elio Duracell, Miss Sandy. We in the building. <laughs> It's going down <laughs> right here <laughs> on the Tuesday spot. He can't even keep up. Run him. <laughs> <laughs>
like the price she see the ice and make us melt. When I met her in the club, I asked her who she felt. Then she went and put that booty on that Gucci belt. <laughs> we don't got no label. She say she want bottles. She ain't got no table. She don't got no bed frame. She don't got no tables. We just watching Netflix. She ain't got no cable. Okay, though. Plug, plug, plug. I'm the plug for her. She wanna that pull her hair and hold the door for her.
be about it, don't explain no more. I ain't playing no more games no more. No, no, no. But you already knew that. You know how to fuck around. You already knew that. Baby, go ahead. I know you like it when I do that You my only one, babe You made me feel some type of way I need your body all day I'm like a young Marvin in the day featuring Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne with I'm the One right here on the <clears throat> on the Tuesday spot, the Hour Radio Network. Um, right now it's time for our phenomenal segment we like to call Real People Talking. Um, on Real People Talking, we address um, questions, relationship questions, um, you know, for individuals who have questions about different things, and uh, we give them our input on it and what we think about it, and hopefully it can help. Um, ease um, their questions and help ease their their thoughts about that particular topic. It may even help them um, in some form or fashion. Hopefully, we can do that for you right now. It's real people talking. Elio, what you got for us, bro? Hmm. Let me go. And the messages. We're gonna start with the first person that asked the question to me. Uh, where are you at? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right here. Okay, can a relationship be serious if somebody cheats? A relationship no, without trust is dead. So basically it's like this. If someone cheats inside a relationship, is it possible for it to be a relationship or for it to continue? Of course. Yes. Yeah, and why is that, Sandy? I'm going to tell you why. There's so many relationships that um, – Oh, endure cheating. No, there's there several relationships that endure cheating and still, you know, maintain and hold whatever solid and whatever keeps them together is what keeps them together. Um, you got people. Look at Juanita Jordan and Michael Jordan. He was cheating on her for a long period of time. You know, she was 
understood that, and she stated it, you know, maybe for a monetary, you know, monetary, what is it, a mon- monetary gain, financial gain, or whatever. When you look at it, it's not about love; it's about marriage. You know, I mean, it's about financial. You know, so you know you have to. It 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 it's it's based on that couple, on that person. So I know that this person is like this. They're going to do this. Am I going to endure this? And if I endure this for however long, how long can I do it? Because everybody's tolerance is different. Everybody cheats for a different reason. You know, everybody's different. You go to marriage counselor, and they're like, you know, I cheated because we never have sex. I feel like you reject me. You're not here for me. They go to counseling. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. I was consumed. Let me change. You know, I'm a change. Or whatever reason. Maybe because I just like, you know, I, I, I have a... Um, a friend I went to high school with, and he cheats on his his wife, and it's a it's a practice in his relation, his marriage that they both agree to. He said his wife, oh, wow. she yeah, she endured a lot of surgery and a lot of you know things that she cannot handle his sexual needs and his wants. So um, he has a girlfriend, and um, with his girlfriend. You know, um, he doesn't spend the night. I, he, you know, he'll pay some bills and do carry on some things. You know, handle some things like a man around her house, but he's at home the same time every day. So that system works for them. He said it's unfair for me to demand my wife to fulfill all these desires I got sexually because physically she cannot. You know. Um, and then it's like, and then he has the girlfriend, and the girlfriend's like, okay, I don't want to be your wife, but I do have sexual needs. I have some things I want to do around the house, and that works in that marriage. You know what I'm saying? They got a, a show on TLC or AMC or one of the things, Sister Wives. You got women that they're cool with that. You know, you go off and get a different wife and whatever. We all live cohesively. There's a black couple on there looking for another woman to incorporate into their marriage. Um, there's, you know, it's, it's a lot of marriages and people, they make shit work. And part of the, the y'all got sensitive ears, but they make so things you'll work. So you'll be with that, Miss Sandy? No, I never said I would be there. I, I mean, oh. The question was, oh. no, there wasn't a question. It wasn't a question directed to me directly. Would I entertain that shit? No, I would not. But, you know, there are relationships and people that do. They find a way to make it work. Me? No, not at all. Get get your life. How about you, Dave? How about you, Dave? Well, I guess he I'll hasn't lost his yeah, yeah, he can't yeah. know how to multitask at all. Multitasking, <laughs> epic, epic fail, epic fail on on D slave's part, epic fail. You know, but you know, we can't. What well, my thing is, we can't live. We can't, we shouldn't live our relationships and our lives to society's standards. Okay, mm-hmm. what you can I, rock I with, what you rock with, and you can tolerate. That's you. You know, all I can do is there's things in them, and you know me. You know, dating it. I'm, you know, and I'm even entertaining some, some. I wouldn't call them throwbacks. Some guys that maybe I wasn't in the right space when we connected the first time, but you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm more open to 
feelings and love and stuff like that this mm-hmm. time around than it was before. Everybody's tolerance level is different, so you cannot say well, look, because well, you won't tolerate something doesn't mean the next person won't. Well, look, I don't, I don't agree with Duracell. Look, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not going to, it's not going to endure because that's like you telling your significant other or whoever you with that they can just keep doing that to you. And if that's not what you, if you went to swinging, then absolutely that that'll work for you. But right, if you're right, not right. into that and you and you're a one woman we man, and you're a one guy woman. Then that's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Just we get, just, no, you came in saying you're not. You disagreed. You just really, literally agreed with me. If that marriage and that couple, their tolerance level, they accept that in their union, then that's what it is. We can't build our relationships or our marriages based on what society says you shouldn't do. So I can't do that. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Successful marriages that they rock like that, and it works for them. Now, yeah, it's not gonna work. Um, right for me personally, I'm a selfish. No, I can't. I, I'm. I, I'm yeah. really not. I'm they not probably swingers. That. That's probably why it's working for them. I'm, I'll be on the fence with it, but it's, it's just actually this. It's another question that kind of goes ties right into it. So basically, would you end a relationship with your significant other? That expresses sexual interest to another person. Like if they come to you, be like, "Look, I'm I'm not really feeling the situation, but I don't want to leave you, but I'm expressing sexual interest to another person." If they they never cheated on you or anything like that, they just coming to you and just basically saying they want something new. You know what? How that's very interesting that? because sex is boring. Do you, sex gets boring when you like. Like oh my gosh, what he gonna do? He gonna he gonna lift the leg, right leg up, and he gonna do that. And then he gonna flip me over to the side. Then he gonna do three strokes, and then he gonna flip me over. And then it's like it gets predictable, and so you want like oh I want something different. And then you there's this young, nice whatever man you see at the gym. You're like oh my gosh, look at his stuff, look at this, look at this. Like I just want to get with that. Um, you know everybody has fantasy. So if you're able mm-hmm. to communicate your truth, your truth to your significant other, and then I envision you guys are married, so you guys let me know how accurate this can be. I envision talking to my husband, hey, I need you to be my friend right now and not my husband. I want my friend because these are thoughts I'm having. These are the feelings I'm having, and I want to talk about it. I, don't, I haven't done anything to disrespect our union, you, or anything, but these are the things that I'm – that I'm thinking, and I want you to be my friend. And and and, and I don't know. Maybe you probably felt this way too, as well as wanting to, you know, mount some other woman and get some other woman to end up. You know, let's talk about it. You know, you before know we actually do it. I, I don't know. I don't know how we react to that. I, I might smile if it's a girl, another girl. You know, I might smile, but. Being as though it might be another man, I don't know. I don't know. Because it it put me in a. In well, a, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say hell no. Hell no. It's not working for me. <laughs> that ain't gonna work. I don't think so. No, that ain't gonna work. But they have a conversation. Like I need you to be my friend right now. Yeah, you're married. That's fine. But I need my friend. I need to talk to my friend. Because these are thoughts I'm having, and I don't want you to judge me and condemn me for having these thoughts. And if you're having these thoughts, let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about it. If we don't talk about it, there's going to become real issues and problems. They may be, you know what I'm saying? And you're the first person I want to 
discuss this shit with, right? Well, you know, I can, I can still be your friend and 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 confidant and still judge you and condemn you. It's all good. You so you fucking both the ignorant person I ever saw. <laughs> 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 Elio, Elio what, what else you got for us, bro? <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I got another. This is this is more more so not necessarily for the for the for the men, but this is 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 a cry for help for the men. So um, basically, why do women feel entitled? Like um, like they make us feel obligated to take care of them and pay their bills, even if they work, um, just because they give up the pussy, um, as if the dick isn't worth anything. Go ahead, go, go ahead, Miss Sandy. I would love to hear this. Come on. Let me say something. Let me say something. I can't speak for you know any other woman's um, pussy. But I can speak for my own. I mean, this is like a, this is like this is a this is a orgasmic muscle right here. It's just it's just it, you can't even put a price tag on it. It's unbelievable. Um. But no, that jokes aside, you know when you you mutually you mutually uh, get involved in a consensual sexual experience, you guys are both giving to each other, and you're right. My dad, you know, he told me a long time ago, you know, just because you when you lay and have consensual sex with a, you know, you guys don't owe you guys don't owe each other anything. But some 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 people feel like there's a Nicki Minaj has that song. If your pussy's worth the Benz truck, you know, um, some some women carry themselves that way, and some men they buy into it. Where um, there's demand for that, then there's you know you get the positive man. But if you feel if you ever feel pressure to do something other than what you want to do just because a person gave sex to you, gave head to you, or whatever, you shouldn't, and, and vice versa. And if, if a person gave money to you to help you with something, that's not a green light to say, oh, I got to fuck him or her. I got to do this. No, you don't. If that person gave something to you and that's what it is, that's what it is. You shouldn't owe any sexual favors, you know, because of that. So is you do vagina think and you penis want equivalent? So they're equivalent. You know is vagina and penis equivalent? I think so, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm glad you say that because it's it's a lot of them that don't think like that, and, and it's exactly. a it's a it's a lot of women out there who think that just because you know they gave you that that you know you supposed to give them them the 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 world and a half just because they gave you that, and even though you did the same thing, yours don't mean a damn thing to what theirs mean. And I agree with you, Sandy. I think it's equivalent, and I think because you know some will say, well, you know. um, I want this and this, and you're like, well, why you think? Well, I gave you this, and you're like, um, I gave you this too. So, as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned, that's equal. You scratch my mm-hmm. back, I scratch yours. So, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, that's equal. Mhm. But the only game is understanding because I have sons. I have a 23 year old and a 17 year old. Both will be a year older this year, 24 and 18. And I have sons, and they help me to look at life from a better a male's perspective. And there's a lot of women I can see that they maybe have interacted with or dated that feel like I'm just a woman. You just need to do this for, you know, for, just because. 
And I'm like, oh, who the fuck? What? Yes, they're gonna respect, and that you know, when they're in the company of a woman, you know, you're you want to leave a good impression, you know, have a you know, make leave a good impression on her soul, on her heart, her mind. I like, I strive for my boys well, you to know. do that. But you don't do, you don't well, you come know, into of... the gate with your hands out and expecting, ah, and you not giving, ah, you know what I'm saying? We can't, we don't do that. That's not what we're going to do. <laughs> okay, I don't no, really I know what that was, right. but. Um, <laughs> it's I'm, not what I'm saying. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this because you know, because someone will be coming off like, well, you know, um, I deserve this because you know my stuff is platinum. Okay, my stuff is double platinum. What you talking about? What you talking about? It, like, yeah, like it's 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 a way that society has swayed sexual relations, whereas though that it's it's a it's a it's a worth, it's a piece of it's a it's a, it's an object that's worth. More than gold, you know, and I'm bringing it to the table. And because I'm bringing it to the table, you're supposed to do X, Y, Z. And that's not the case, you know, because I'm bringing something to the table, too. So those individuals I I, I would always avoid. And, and, you know, when it comes to me and my, my wife, we are equal, and we bring stuff to the table as equals, you know. So she won't say to me, oh, I'm giving you something tonight. You take the trash out tomorrow. I'm just gonna do the things that I'm supposed to do. You do the things you're supposed to do. Everything's reciprocated. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know, I got one more. Problem. All right, Elio, give, give, give us one more for me. Give us one more, bro. One more. Okay. This is uh, why do people stay in toxic relationships that not only destroy them but everyone around them? Because they like that, and that's that. what they used to. Mm-mm. It's because the sex is off the chain. Let me tell you, so people need to do a lot you, of you need, to, you need to, you need to, you need to go, <laughs> you need to go to hell with gasoline draws on with that. Just to say something, people enjoy a lot of. You need to go to hell with gasoline draws with that. Let me tell you, you enjoy a so. lot of. You, you you exercise extra patience and extra um, reserves for good pussy and good dick. I mean, you too. You be like, I don't even know. I mean, really. And so you go. Wait. So let me get this straight. You're so you go. You're gonna deal. So you're gonna deal with a toxic. You're gonna deal. Have you like? So you gonna remain in a toxic relationship because of that? You gonna remain in a toxic relationship because of that? A lot of people oh my God. do. But you endure because that sex and that. And they they always say the crazy. Well, a lot of people need mental health. A lot of people need mental health. You no no you can't make. A logical person. A lot of people need medication. You understand? You don't. You ever get get what I'm saying? Stop. You may meet a person like logically, you know they are perfect fit for you. But this motherfucker over here, you know what I'm saying? That you know ain't shit for you. But you done got a taste of that sexual encounter, that chemistry, and it's just like, oh my gosh. And you're like, why are the fucking crazy motherfucking people? Sandy, we talking so about we talking about so in general. Wrong. We're not talking about personal stuff. Some people need help. We're talking about in general. We're not talking about personal stuff. Relationships, they endure toxic we relationships. We talking about in general, like, not oh personal. No, oh my gosh, you try to oversee some shit. You try to oversee it, like, okay. He ain't got no job, or he okay. He ain't got it, but you know what? I'm gonna work with him. I can see his potential. Oh I mean, my maybe goodness! Maybe I can do it. You know, but okay, and maybe I will work with I'm, this. I'm becoming sad just listening to that sad. You make you know what? Don't understand. 
Y'all are the guys. Y'all do this. I'm becoming shit. sad just listening like to the sadness. That's sad. Concessions. Y'all make concessions. You because she look a certain way, and that 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 oh pussy game is like, oh my gosh. Her oh head game is like, oh my gosh. And it's like y'all get <laughs> no, dumb. I don't think so. Y'all get dumpy. I don't think so. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It ain't, it ain't all that. It ain't all that. It ain't all that. If you ever, if you ever pussy with it ain't all that. one of these it ain't gentlemen but a wet noodle. On, this, on this station, it, it ain't nothing but a wet noodle. It ain't all that. It's a wet noodle. That's all it is. It ain't, that ain't it. Let's talk about it. It ain't all that. Let's talk about it. It ain't platinum. It's aluminum. It ain't platinum. It's aluminum. Trust me. It ain't all that. This is Look, first of all, I don't think so. Look, it's, 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 man, look, that's, that's not healthy. That's not healthy for you because, because especially if you, if you have kids, like, what are you teaching your kids? What are you mm-hmm, teaching your kids? Mm-hmm. You teaching your kids that it's okay to be with somebody like that? You know, damn well, you don't want your kids to be with nobody like that. So no, it's right. not. It's not okay. It's I not okay. That's not what you. That's not what you deserve. As a person, deserve better. As a, as a person, deserve better. That's not what you deserve. Deserve better. I just think sometimes it's get about better. Like you don't deserve that. Get better. People stay sometimes. Anybody that's dealing with something like that, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. You deserve mm-hmm. better than that. Don't put yourself in that situation. What if that person feels like they do deserve that type of treatment for insecurity? Then they just uh, messed reason. up. Right. They right, just right. messed up. I don't know. I just, you know, people may endure toxicity because the sex is really good and because it's something they know. And people are afraid of the unknown. So they were like, okay, he has or she has, you know, kind of bullshit that I already know. So I'm scared to I'm go out. I'm glad you threw tea in there so then, it won't look personal. Right. So yeah, shut up. He or she, they have bullshit. I already understand. I already know. And they're, they're scared to go somebody new. Understand their bullshit that comes with them. So you know, it, it, it's, it's a combination of a lot of a lot of things. They no, it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, but I, you know, I also said now they maybe look at it like the sex is good. I, you know, everybody has the one perfect. Everybody got say bullshit. I understand this person. This ain't ghost. I block with it. It resonates with me, whatever. And they wrote with it. And it doesn't make sense to the outside, but it makes sense to them. Everybody has a different tolerance level. I stated that earlier. Listen, pay attention. Sandy said, Sandy said ditto like Demi Moore and Ghost. If you keep messing with toxic people, that's what you're going to become a ghost. Stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stop doing it. Um, well, I, I can't tell anybody to stop doing that. You live your life. Live your life because we're not stop doing that. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him for you, Sandy. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Real people talking right here on the Tuesday spot. We answer all your relationship questions. Anything you want us to 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 tackle, we will tackle that. I'm gonna tackle it just like Warren Sapp. So trust me. Um, we go hard, we go in on, on those questions, and if they helped you, I'm glad they did. If they didn't, then you need more help than we thought. But just know that we're here. We'll be more than happy to answer any of your relationship questions on Real People Talking. Um, please feel free to, 
feel free to post those questions, and we'd be more than happy to address them. If we can help you, we would gladly, gladly try and help you. We're going to take a quick break, uh, music break. When we come back, um, we're going to talk about, you know, um, the Super Bowl, uh, how horrible it was, and um, and all of that. And before we close out the show, so it's your boy D Slate. It's Leo. It's Miss Sandy. Tuesday spot, room five. Let's go. Spent twenty-four hours. I need more hours with you. We spent the weekend getting even. Oh. We spent the late nights making things right between us. Now it's all good there, but I thought good there, they be close. Cause girls like you run around with guys like me to sundown when I come through. I need girls like you, yeah, yeah. Girls like you love on and yeah, me do what I want when I come through. I need girls like you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm barely alive Maybe you're taking my shit for the last time Yeah Maybe I know that I'm drunk Maybe I know you're the one Maybe I'm thinking it's better if you drive
Power Radio Network, Tuesday spot, Girl Like You, Maroon 5 featuring Cardi B, the Grammy Award winning Cardi B, right here on the Tuesday spot. Right now, we're getting ready in the, and we're in the closing area of the show, but before we do that, um, I guess... I guess I can congratulate the New England Patriots for winning the Super Bowl once again. Congratulations to the Patriots. Yeah. Okay, congratulations to y'all, whatever. Um, Super Bowl this year was boring. It wasn't good. Even the commercials. This is, this is, this is how, how everything <laughs> is connected with each other. Even the commercials wasn't good. Normally, people was looking forward to the commercials. Even the commercials wasn't that good. I was like, damn, the commercials wasn't that good? The Super Bowl wasn't that good? I mean, damn. I mean, they can, we could at least got some good commercials summer. with a bad Super Bowl. Lower scoring game, everything was garbage. Everything was garbage, and they got paid millions. Horrible. I want to produce oh, garbage goodness. shit and get paid millions. That's what Look, I want to do. Why do I, I, I was, work I was falling asleep. I was falling asleep on it. Right. That's how boring it was. And get paid. I looked out of halftime. And all those products that they were advertising during the Super Bowl, I didn't even want to buy them because the commercials were so bad. So bad. <laughs> I didn't want to buy them at you all. You know what would made this? Yeah. If they brought Janet Jackson back, I think that's what's going to make the Super that Bowl. Been, oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that would have helped everything. Mm-hmm. No, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Actually, it would have, it would have, it would have. The Super Bowl would have been fantastic if Jill Scott would have, Jill Scott would have came out there and performed. What her, uh, well, uh, her over over the night, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, with her, with her microphone techniques. Yeah, the, the penis. Yeah, that would have been a great Super Bowl. As, as if it's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that would have made it a great Super Bowl. <laughs> um. So let's see, real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, R. Kelly, um, is there any new developments on what's going on with this whole R. Kelly situation? Do you guys know? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to well, go back to normal. All I know, you know, all I know is that he's going on tour. He's pop. He's overseas, very popular still. So he's going to get his money. Um. I, I as far as R. Kelly as, a, as an entertainer, I like his music. I really love his music. He's a great entertainer. As far as him as a person individually, I would not rap with him, especially not on a romantic level. He's just really he has a lot of issues. Like a lot of you know people out here that got a lot of issues that you would not deal with on a romantic level, but you could deal with them on a a friendship or maybe a, a casual. Hi, bye, kind of thing. Are you when you see who they are? I'm like, oh, I know that's who you are, so that's it. So for people to condemn him, I feel if you're going to condemn him and shut down all his music, you need to condemn everybody that's done that. Woody Allen, Elvis Presley, all these grown ass men, Prince, who got themselves involved or started, you know, manipulate young girls for their sexual gain, you know, in the future. You need to condemn all of them. So you can't just attack one. And then also, as a woman, you know, and I know when I was, you know, 16, I was younger, you know, I was in love with LL Cool J. LL Cool J is way, uh, you know, um, older than me. You know, he was, you know, 
Tina got a big old butt at the high school, this and that. You know, what I gave LL Cool yeah, maybe so. You know, we, we it's what we do. So what was you, know, you uh, mad that he didn't say your name? Underage adolescence, how you doing? Fine. She replied, I So was he, you were mad that LL didn't, didn't say your name? But no, what I'm saying is that, you know, don't get all brand new acts. We have to be accountable for our actions. We know mm-hmm. when shit does not feel right. You know, you're at, a, at a, you're at a courthouse and you're missing school. Instead of going to school, you're at a courthouse and you've seen all these allegations and you still rock with them and the sexual experience is not good and you still go back for more. There's some point you have to take some accountability and say, I was wrong. My self-esteem was wrong. I was wrong. And then those parents, the fact that your child is missing school and you're not reprimanding this child and they're not coming home at night, they're flying to California at 16, you need your ass whooped. So there it is. If you want to condemn one person, you got to condemn all of them. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody that was there accounting and all of that stuff is responsible. Everybody. 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 All those people on that documentary talking about something. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it happened. But you let it happen and you seen it happen and years go by, you ain't say nothing afterwards and the guys you visually saw him in the act with these women and you didn't stop it. You sign papers for 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 you to for Aaliyah to get married to him, but you, you know what I mean. All of these people are accountable for this, not just one. R. Kelly, yes, he's yeah, a horrible exactly. person for doing it. And the so, so, so when y'all heard his situation, so when y'all heard his song, we all need to get a penalized. So when y'all heard when y'all heard his song, your mind's telling you no, but your body's telling me yes. You should have knew something was wrong then. Right. I'm like legit, you know, you you be in situations. No, it ain't legit. It like, ain't legit. No, no, no. Those are real feelings. Those are real thoughts. So don't say something. Those are real thoughts that you read between have. The lines. You know, you may no. Listen, I guess between the lines, but those are real thoughts you have, whether you're married or whatever. You can have a like a good connection with someone outside of your marriage or whatever, and it's like my no, mind. He was secretly, you know, he was secretly me, talking to people. But whatever the case is, but his. But the thing is, is that he's so, like, a lot of crazy motherfuckers, they make the best music, and they're the best artists. They really are. But they're socially awkward. Talking to them on I'm crazy. Day. I ain't got no good music out there. You are crazy. Y'all, well, you ain't crazy enough. I ain't got no good music to, out there. I need you to get more crazy. You gotta get, I mean, you gotta, like, smoke that chinchilla weed, I guess. See, and tap into the other side. The weed? But, oh, see. Yeah. See, you smoking that Asian weed now. You talking about chinchilla weed. You talking about dog weed. You smoking that Asian weed. <laughs> you, you Come on now. smoke some whatever to that, to that, to that other crazy side. I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Um, I don't really know. I, I mean, I, I've spoken on it a few times about it, and, and, and when I saw it, it, it kind of, it really tripped me out as well. But, you know, me and Sandy talked about it. Me and Elio talked about it. Um, and I agree with Sandy that every everybody should be accountable, not just him. Uh, it's it's more than just him that should be accountable for for a lot of those things that transpired. So um, I agree, it's not just his fault. It's a, quite a few people's fault, in in, in that whole mm-hmm. situation. Um, and I, and I, and I personally, uh, I have I have I'm a mother of two sons, and I'm like, and I. It, even though my, let's say my son's 16 or whatever, they know they're supposed to go to school. 
So if they're going to school and they're not going to school. They're they they're, they did school to go school some um twenty something year old woman whatever. Like I'm pressing charges against her and I'm fucking my son up because you know better. Even though you're 16, you can't play innocent. You ain't stupid. You know you're supposed to go to school. You know you're supposed to be going to your classes. You know you're not supposed to be screwing your teacher. You know that. Yeah, Sandy, but but that's a that you can't you can't be mad at him. That's a part of his homework. Come on now, come on now. Get your life. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get your life. No. 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 What does you crazy? No. Oh man. But um, Sandy, look, Sandy, Sandy um sent us a video earlier, and I want to talk about it more uh, next week on the show. Um, it was a video. Uh, somebody was recording a basketball game, and I heard this video had been out for a while. But um, it was a video of um, the Houston Rockets and Dwight Howard was there at the game mm-hmm. with the team, and and there were some questionable things that happened. With, um, when he was getting ready to sit down with one of him and him and one of his teammates, um, mm. some questionable LGBT uh, things that went down. Mm. I think the reason why a lot of this stuff that's been coming out about him is shocking people is because I, I don't have a problem with you being being you know um, gay. gay or lesbian or whatever your sexual or whatever your sexual orientation is. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with when you're trying to be on the low about it, because if you're mm-hmm. if you're proud of who you are and you don't have a problem with who you are, then just be that. But don't pretend that you know you down for men when you really ain't down with men. Don't pretend that you down with women when you really ain't down with women. So all I'm saying is mm-hmm. be who you are. Don't be on the down low. That's how crazy things happen when guys are out there being on the down low. You know, mm-hmm. that's how life-threatening things happen when guys are doing those kind of things. So if you're going to be that, be that. Don't pretend like you're something else. And I, and I get it. Uh, I kind of I understand why some of them are doing that. Um, and I'll touch more on it um, next week on the show. But I do understand why a lot of those cats are, are, are not saying anything. And there was what? something that, that – there was some, yeah. There's something that me and a friend of mine talked about some years ago, in contrast to this whole situation. And I'm gonna tell you all about it next week um, when we do the show. But um, yeah, uh, trust me, I, I I I understand why they don't want to. But again, you gotta be who you are. You gotta be who you are. If that's who you are, that's who you are. But it the reason why they don't want to say anything has to do with the way they'll be accepted. Um, by society, and when it when when it comes to sports, it's a little different than any, than anything else. And like I said again, we'll talk more about it, you know, next week on the show. Um, um, uh, and I'll give you guys some details about what I'm talking about. But um, you know, thanks, Sandy, you know, for for coming up with this particular topic because actually this, he's been in the top, he's been in the media about this uh, in the last in the last couple of months. Last I would say six months to a year it's you know some things have been have been coming out about it so but uh i got a lot more to say about it so again like i said we'll talk about it next week i want to thank everybody for tuning in hanging out with us tonight on the tuesday spot uh make sure you guys tune in this thursday for life radio um for the ladies of life radio um the valentine's day edition 
Uh, tune in Friday for Say It Radio, Ultra Ego Friday with Sandy, uh, Leo, and uh, Dragon Slayer. They're going to be getting it in um, uh, this Friday as well as Saturday. Indie Up Radio is coming back with Candy K and the Great. Uh, they'll be on uh, on this Saturday, this Sunday. Marsha Thaddison with For Your Health. Uh, it's going to be a great show. And Monday, it's going to be a great show for Say It Radio, a phenomenal show, and we'll tell you, and the announcement about that will be coming out within the next day or two, so keep your eyes and ears out for that. And next Tuesday, on the Tuesday spot, myself, LEO, Miss Sandy, DP, we will be talking with the legendary Miss Dionne Warwick is going to be on the show with us. Make sure you guys don't go nowhere. Please don't miss that. It's going to be a phenomenal show. Again, Thank you, guys. Uh, Elio, any closing comments? No, always live every day optimistically. Um, keep your heads up and stay tuned. Next week is going to be even better. No doubt. Miss Sandy, uh, Duracell, any um, closing comments? Uh, it's Tuesday, the rest of the week. You guys be safe, have fun, live your life, and um, just be you. Don't live your life to anyone else's standards. Life is too short. Be happy. Relax. There it is. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Speaking of thank you, we're going to leave it off with Ariana Grande. We'll see you guys next week. Don't go nowhere. Thought I'd end up with Sean, but it wasn't a match. Wrote some songs about Ricky. Now I listen and laugh Even though I'm not married And for feet I'm so thankful Wish I could say thank you to Malcolm Cause he was an angel One taught me love One taught me patience And one taught me pain Now I'm so amazing But love and I've lost That's not what I see Look what I got Look what you taught me Thank you, my dad, cause it grew from the drama, only wanna do it